0: Hello everybody and welcome to Broomewagon, you will not get there on a road bike special edition a three different episodes that will conclude into a mini-series for these end-of-the-year episodes on the Brun wagon I'm talking about this mini-series that I've made and recorded together in collaboration with Laser, thanks a lot Laser for making this happen, and as well Graf Graf. Let's go into the detail quite quickly, but before saying everything else, please consider, give us a rate in any of the podcast provider you are using to listen to this podcast. Or even better, just share the voice. Ask to your people to listen to this episode or any other episode. There are more or less 250 there on the air. So this is going to make really the difference. And remember that you can send me any other comment or feedback, just write me at Calamaro cc on the Instagram or Broom Wagon Podcast, also on the Instagram. We're talking about a mini-series. Yes, we put together forces together with Laser and together with GravGrav because we wanted to support an amazing charity that is called Bike EG's. Got to know it just lately when I made my last episode of this three plat what have we done we put together actually i receive a laser helmet with their kinetic core amazing technology and it was a white one so i decided to go directly to an artist and the artist listen to that it's going to be in this episode today and we produce a unique piece of art that can be yours just by going on my Instagram account, Calamaro CC and Broom Wagon, you can find also there and follow the instruction. it's quite easy, you just need to follow the link in bio and donate to Bikey Geese and then send me directly using the DMs a proof of your donation Then, in three weeks, there's going to be a raffle, and this raffle will assign this amazing piece of art that you can see in the photo on Instagram. And from there, I'm going to ship it wherever in the world. Who's the artist then? Let's start from here. The artist is Alice Summers. Summers tattoo on the Instagram, or maybe Summers tattoos on the Instagram. But if you go a bit more in depth about the design, about the concept and about how cool is all the hard work of this uh, amazing artist. I mean, I have also two tattoos of her on my left arm. Well, just you need to listen to this episode. But still remember support by G's just by donate some of your coins on the link that you can find in the bio and also down here in the description below. They are great, this charity, maybe we need to talk a tiny bit of a minute about it here, well this amazing charity is teaching women refugees on how to learn to ride a bike because of many reasons, because in this way they can really unlock a city, in this case Berlin, but also because it's a cultural thing, in most of the countries from where they are fleeing, where they are fleeing from, to use some English syntax here, well, it's prohibited, so by doing it they are really exploring the world with different eyes. But you will know more about Baikigis, and you will know more about everything around it just by listening to these three plates of episodes, and also reading the articles on GraphGraph, and you're gonna see everything down below. I mean, I'm talking about the links. But now, let's move forward. Let's talk with Alice, Alice Summers, about whatever was in their concept for making this amazing helmet happening. Well, today is a super special episode for me for a lot of reasons. I will start by saying, by the way, for the beginning, because I have an amazing guest today, so, hi Alice, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm great, thank you, how about you?
0: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, um, probably as I was telling you before, this is one of those days when nothing works, so I'm, I mean, technology-wise and uh, daily life-wise, but I'm super happy because I think that after our talk, everything is going to go better, I'm feeling uh, pretty confident that uh, everything is going to be good, everything's going to be nice, and the sun now is shining, so... To answer to your question without bubbling too much around, I'm good, thank you. Very <laughs> good. Uh, something that, so I was saying before that this episode is super special for several reasons. First of all, uh, because this is the first episode of a series that I was really trying to make it happen forever for a huge project, and now you know about the project. Uh, at that point, probably people, because this is a project that goes into my heart for a lot of time, so having laser, helmet sponsor sponsor helmet partner for this podcast who provided me a helmet white helmet that i can use in order to make a piece of art out of it and then this piece of art that actually is made directly from ellis that's why you're here and this piece of art is gonna actually go into the community and being part of the community uh, out there, with somebody's gonna probably wear it or just have it at home or whatever it is. But on top of this helmet, to this piece of art, that's something that goes really close to my heart and I would say to our hearts and all the players here around in this kind of project, because it's inspired by women going into bikes and actually cha- being life changed by uh, a bicycle. And inclusivity and everything related to that is gonna be there. Why that? Because actually, in order to participate to the raffle, to the lottery for uh, having this helmet, is gonna contribute to the well-being and to the mission of another association, an NGO that is really close to my heart and is Bikeigis. Because this is an association I was working with them last year and helps women in Berlin to go on a bike. And when I talk about women, I'm talking about refugee women, where usually they are uh, taken away by bicycle for religion or for culture. Now, once they're in Berlin, they can understand how to ride bikes and they can use their bike in order to get their freedom back and also to live around the city. So that's why it's super special. And I'm, of course, super special because, yeah, the artist that made this amazing helmet that you're going to see around, actually, now at the moment, I don't have it with me. Sorry, Alice, so I cannot show you people. But people uh, so you people show you Alice, but you made it, so you know what I'm talking about. But everybody else is going to be there around for sure. It's going to be the the thumbnail of this episode. So, Alice, first of all, a couple of words on that how did you feel about that? And first of all, thanks a lot actually for uh, agreeing on being involved in this project that it's uh, really important. Oh,
1: well, it's a pleasure to participate, honestly. I was very happy when you told me about it. And yeah, I'm also glad that kind of my work spoke to you in that way, that you also saw this vision that it can just be connected to the idea. You know, it's a great honor in a way. And uh, yeah, I really love the initiative because as you say, it's empowering women by introducing them to the world of cycling. And yeah, uh, I think by giving them resources, you also give them passion and finding a passion is finding a purpose also in a way. And I believe it's it's a good reason to never give up and it's a sense of freedom for sure.
0: Absolutely. It's, uh, that's super great. But maybe let's start one step back. I will start with that, actually. And then I will let you... Uh, basically, it's going to be an intro. We'll try to make an intro about you, but you will finish it because you know way better. So, first of all, you said, actually, um, a sentence that you said that I really like is that I'm so happy that my work inspired you to involve me into this project. How did we meet? That's starting from there. Actually um, a few years ago I was scouting around to have my first tattoo that is a squid and then I find you around the internet and because I wanted to have it in Berlin. Berlin is a super important city for me. You were in Berlin you are in Berlin Uh, at the moment I wanted to have actually something that talks to me of course and this is actually the squid and the calamaro that I have on my uh, forearm and But on that time, it was actually a small tattoo, but it was a huge connection. And actually, I got really inspired by all your work, also by scouting around, but also by seeing how you worked. And when the time arrived for something different, so a bigger tattoo, I had no doubts on coming to you and saying okay, I would love to have something, I have a rough idea, and at that time was a gypsy pirate woman uh, because, I mean, for me, the woman side of my life and of my um, I would say inspiration, but also of my personality is quite strong, the most important persons in my life are women, and uh, that's super important, and also on the other side also my biggest part probably uh, it's uh, probably the feminine side is quite well and outspoken in my life and then actually we also tattoo a lot of um, old school women tattoo. And uh, I got inspiration by that. And then I came to you with my idea and then we worked together and then we found out the perfect one. And, and now I have it. And then after that, when I had to decide whom to uh, involve into this project, I said, okay, uh, that's a way, a great way to do it. And it's a great person to have together. So in two words, uh, your work really inspired me quite a lot. And I was talking about tattoos. I was talking about the fact that you're in Berlin. Tell us more about you.
1: Uh, more about me. That's always difficult. But um, so my name is Alicia, actually. But for my work, I'm, no- I'm known as Alice Summers. And yeah, I'm tattoo is based in Berlin. Um, but I really love to travel. So I'm on the road quite a lot. And yeah, I have to say, I feel incredibly lucky that my job allows me to do so.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's so, I mean, Alice Summers, people can find you exactly in uh, on Instagram uh, with this name. And uh, tell me more about actually, for sure, I mean, tattoos is probably one of the oldest uh art expression of human society that's for sure and art in general is one of the oldest expression in general of the human society and human culture how everything got into your life on that side how tattoos and arts uh, popped in into your life and actually now became your most i would say the biggest chunk of your time of your everyday life yeah it's
1: a life and it's a profession it's kind of everything to me, I have to say, but um, how it started, well, you know, I was always this kind of kid, the quiet one in the corner, just filling the pages of my books with all kind of drawings. Um, but if it comes to tattoos, um, I think my interest first part when I was around 15 or 16 and it started with me getting into hardcore music actually. So I saw the musicians, covered in tattoos and thought they just looked so cool, you know. And I mean, when you're a teenager, that's exactly what you want to be. You want to be cool and you want to be different from everyone you know. And for me, coming from a really small town, I didn't know anyone with a tattoo. So, yeah, of course, at the time I didn't see myself as becoming a tattooer. Um, But as I moved to a bigger city... The world kind of opened up for me a little bit, and as I became 18, I booked my first appointment for a tattoo, and it was a big one, and yeah, so it went for me, really. Like with most of the things that I do, it's either all in or nothing, and I ended up becoming friends with my tattooist, and even moved to Warsaw after school to start an apprenticeship of sorts, and so it went, yeah.
0: Nice. And actually, um, so you were saying that actually a tattoo became a huge part of your life and everything, but you are not doing only tattoos, right? You are also, uh, I saw yourself actually also painting on canvas on other things apart from helmets, of course. Um, Yeah, tell us more about that. I mean, it's not only inspiration then to use uh, skin and people as your canvas, but also actually something else. Your self-expression is going in a lot of places.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I have to admit that most of the things I paint are very connected to tattooing. Mm-hmm. So it's somehow quite rare that I do something totally different. I think it's just because I always see um, art that has a purpose as more important to me, in a way. Because when I paint something that I know that I can later kind of put on skin or use in a certain way to connect to my work it just has more meaning I don't know you know that's that's why I feel I feel I like I am more of a craftsman than an artist because what I do I like it if it's useful if I can have have it in my hand and like see it and be happy about it not only kind of
0: make a digital
1: painting, let's say, this would never interest me because it would just be somewhere in the space. And this is also the thing I really love about tattoos because people carry them on their skin everywhere. And then I see my customers living to different places because they are often traveling. And then they send me hit pictures from Hong Kong, come from Australia from anywhere really and just so so cool you know that it's really around and same with the art like with the helmet or creating some ceramics it's just the stuff that's gonna be there gonna be used and people can enjoy it and that's just way more interesting to do I guess
0: that's super awesome can I ask you a question that probably nobody should ever ask to an artist but <laughs> If it's if going too far, just stop me. It's not going to be a problem because I think it's also simplistic, the question that I'm going to say. But you answer me if you can. Otherwise, if you don't feel like, you tell me. If you have to design your style, how would you define it?
1: Defining my style. So the easiest way to describe it is traditional um, because I do traditional tattooing. So it's really inspired by the past. And I always, or not always, but most of the time, base my work on references. And most of them are just flash and sketches, paintings, tattoos from artists from the first half of 1900s. So I especially enjoy, uh, for tattoos, doing more finer lines and just focusing on smaller palette of colors more muted colors so with a brighter red and for my favorite designs it's definitely ladies as you know so yeah all kinds of female characters uh, I just find them so cool you know because with countless poses and topics to explore it's endless possibilities really and not to mention I get to play the role of both costume designer and a hairdresser all at once So,
0: yeah, it's just so cool. It's absolutely super cool. Sorry if I'm faffing around people, but I have a problem with my recording. So it could happen that from time to time you can hear myself muted for a tiny while. So probably I should fix it on a post anyways. That's super interesting what you're saying because it's... I mean, it tells a lot of things on how really art work and uh, um, how usually an artist is moving around. You were saying before that... Um, You try to follow anyways, you get inspiration from uh, uh, your tattoos and everything for everything that happens around, but also you like to focus on something specific because the word is probably too big and you cannot run around, uh, run around everything, run against everything because otherwise it's going to get a bit too much, uh, too much broad and uh, also probably fatiguing. And on the other side, you said as well that actually the role of an artist in general, tattoo artist in this case, it's really, I mean... It's really kind of complex, because it's not only just drawing something, especially when you are, um, yes, when you are basically uh, working on different, for tattoos or for art pieces, you're working on people, because that's what it is, and you were mentioning before, women, uh, mostly. It's just actually that you have also to adapt little things around, and that's why, I mean, custom designer and hairdresser is another thing, but... How come I mean how much is the fact of the complexity itself and how much is the factor of your curiosity that matches around in order to find um I mean the best the best things and the best things that you want to decide and actually the best characters that you want to describe in your work?
1: So there is many things that come to play a big role while creating a design. And I feel like first part is people because my ideas also very often come from um, focusing on what my customer wants on the parts of their body that it's gonna be on and i don't know on the character of the person as well because even just by texting with people i can already feel what they are interested to what's most important to them and i really try to involve that in the work later and as for creating designs I really like researching to be honest um, I feel like my work is just so much better when it's based on something because it comes to me sometimes that I have this idea of just popping up in my head and then I want to put it on paper because I, I just kind of saw it in my mind but I feel like it's never as good as it could be if uh, if, if it's referenced and uh, it just all these posters old posters pictures and work of the of the people who came before us it just it's just so good already you know that i feel i can be inspired by it make my own version of it i cannot produce something that doesn't already exist So they already did the work. They did the great work of creating it. And now we are lucky as the next generation to be able to take from it and express that in our own way.
0: That's super amazing. And uh, I mean, also by the talks that we have been having in this period and also the talk that we have for most of the time... um, a lot of inspiration is coming for sure from your research, but also, I mean, a lot of your style and a, a lot of uh, uh, the expression that you put into your artworks is also coming from yourself traveling a lot and really exploring new things. How much actually seeing all this diversity and also the environment also uh, built up with your work and actually made your style and make you probably the artist that you are now? Yeah, that's,
1: that's totally true. I think my traveling really made me who I am because, you know, as I mentioned before, I'm from a small town. So I feel like if I stayed there forever, I would never be who I am now. That's 100% sure. And every single trip that I made, every guest spot, it brought a lot into my life. And meeting new people, seeing new perspectives. It kind of really taught me a lot of kindness and uh, how how you can be the best version of yourself because we always have this idea of who you want to be maybe but then you really know nothing when you're young and then you just learn on the road and definitely this diversity of people is super inspiring like my trips to Mexico where I, especially my memorable for me as yeah all these colors and outfits and even the way they make their hair it's just so beautiful and in comparison to what we have in Europe it's really so, just so different and I think it brought also a lot of to my work and, and yeah you don't even have to go so far away you can go to Paris and see some nice fancy looking vintage outfits and and it just—I see it, you know. I want to do it. I want to tattoo it. So, without traveling, it would not come up. Without traveling, I would not be the artist I am for sure. If I call—if I can call myself an artist at all.
0: <laughs> super nice, super nice. Now, actually, uh, going a bit more deep into the project itself and the conversation. Um, I mean yourself you were saying that actually you are quite inspired by your travels for sure so this concept of diversity inclusion for sure has been there also your inspiration of uh, reproducing anyway tattooing um women this was there as well your creativity and your research is everything there and this probably is a bit of a match between the values that actually I tried to involve you in uh, with this project apart from of course trying to uh, reproduce and express your art in lively and used things and uh, so is the case for example for you tattooing but also I mean we talked about an helmet and helmet is something that you are carrying every day you are really living with it and uh, that's also part of your kind of work and, and inspiration, but also on the other side, I don't know, um, also putting everything together with a project like Towers and, for example, um, the bicycle stuff and everything is something that probably is not super close, actually, to your daily life. So my question here is uh, having a look to all these different variables, when... I uh, first actually pitched you the idea of making this work together, telling to you about, as I would say, the helmet itself, but also by geese as an association, women and uh, um, women on one side, but also inclusion and empowering women or living a new life after actually them, I would say, yes, from from their country. What came into your mind? So when this project popped up, what did you think?
1: Mm, what did I think? Mm. Well, what inspired me the most about this project is, of course, the focus on women. And your introduction to the history of cycling was also super interesting for me. And yeah, learning more about this incredible female cyclist who were so ahead of their time uh, was both very inspiring and fascinating. And I think it can bring a lot to... What you're trying to do nowadays as well, kind of maybe sharing the history more, because for me it was it was really cool and I never heard about it before. Like, you know, I, in the end I referenced my characters on the three cycling icons that following your tip. <laughs> uh yeah, so Kitty Noggs, Alfonsina Strada, and Ellen Sheridan. Yeah. So just reading about them, I, I felt like wow that's really amazing everyone should know that and i feel not many people do so definitely the history is inspiring the women are inspiring and what you can do for them is definitely gonna be a great achievement
0: yeah it was really i mean um i was actually i mean that's something that I, anyways, I know I have actually into my cultural reference anyways, and we're talking about historical cyclists, and in this case, historical women in cycling. Uh, for me, it's always has been a kind of, uh, yeah, this reference that we, I always had. And, but also on the other side, it was super cool, actually, also brainstorming with you about what can we do together? Because, of course, I mean, my task, I would say... Uh, my role in this project was not actually briefing you and telling you, you do that. But it was a bit more trying to unlock some interest uh, on your side, on what you can actually reproduce into the helmet, and then letting you decide on what was the best best path uh, into that. And actually, what is the best representation of the cause that we are serving with our project Plus, uh, also, um, what is gonna be? I would say empowering uh, to people to actually to wear the helmet and to try to be part on the project itself, and then also to get the uh, the helmet. The helmet itself, and things like actually, at the end of the day, we came out with a good, com- a good common ground, and everything got actually really ba- good and in place. As I was saying, people probably already saw the helmet there, but tell us a bit more about the concept. So you talked actually as well about the research that, uh, I mean, some reference that they gave you, the research that you made. What else? How the concept of the of the helmet came out.
1: Well, of course I wanted to focus on the female characters again, as they're also my favorite motifs to paint. So that was a very easy decision. And I really wanted to follow your tips, but also create a nice composition that would complement the shape of the helmet. Um, So I am very used to painting flash for my work, which are usually smaller designs that are just spread on a a sheet of paper. So that was exactly what I thought I'm going to do. Kind of put some smaller designs together to, to create a nice shape, make it more symmetrical so it looks nice all together. And of course, again, I referenced everything to the three characters which as I mentioned before were Kitty Knox, Alfonsina Strada and Ellen Sheridan. So it was quite difficult, I have to say, to make them look like themselves in such a small, tiny format. But uh, even just keeping the idea in mind was was very helpful for me to to kind of put it together. But I have to say that it wasn't actually until I had the helmet in my hands that I was able to imagine the whole design. But once I got it, once I saw the shape, it it just came. So then you saw my sketch, you also liked it. So after that, it was the main characters plus a little bit of improvisation on my side to make it look even better. So in the end, I have to say I'm quite happy with the outcome and I hope so will be everyone else.
0: Well, I can tell you that I'm quite, 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 quite really awesomely happy (laughs) about the design. And the thing that you were saying, and it's quite cool, actually, still talking about the composition and the design itself. It's how everything is well, um, let's say... um, well done together not well done together actually uh consistent together in terms of of course the style is yours and also the different characters that are there maybe if we can describe it um a tiny bit is that we have kitty kitty Knox that is actually the main character there kitty Knox, for whom doesn't know it is actually an african-american rider cyclist who really unlocked At the end of the 1800s, really unlocked actually women on bike uh, by advocating for women to be on bikes in, uh, um, I would say, cycling clubs and actually being also put on the side because of this reason. But she was still pushing on this direction and... uh, she really achieved a lot of super good results there. We can actually talk a bit uh, more about that, whatever. But anyways, it's going to be, it's everything written in our post. And that's super nice. And then on the other side, we have two more cyclist women. And this is probably a bit more of an inspiration on uh, Alfonsina Strada, I would say. So this kind of uh, uh, rider there, classic rider. And actually, there were actually riders, in this case, Alfonsina Strada, tried to take part to Giro d'Italia because there at that time only men can take part to races and uh, to this race big race giro d'Italia, and she was trying to get in even if the whole field was made of men she didn't see so many uh, problems of herself taking part to that and actually she was basically almost kicked out from it and kicked out from it and uh, this also i mean a super sad story but on the other side is a story of empowerment and then we can see so many other different um, little details there in the helmets. there is um, some uh, uh, flowers and uh, all these kind of parts really characteristics of your um, of your style. Then there is uh, how do you call it actually this little thing with four different leaves? You know it. Oh. Lover shamrock. Shamrock, exactly. I always forget the name of it because in Italian it's quadrifoglio. It's quite a description of it. But yeah, the shamrock actually also for good luck because probably this is the thing. You need luck to to find yourself into the situation of getting a bike that is going to change your life. As soon as you have it there, I think it's going to change your life, but also uh, you need to have actually the little push in order for you to encounter, to have the encounter that is going to change your life. Anything else? Anything else actually into the design or into the description of the helmet that you want to add there?
1: Mm. I really wanted to make it look vintage, you know? I I like vintage. The concept is based on history a lot and... So yeah, I think that's that's the one thing that I would like to add. It's nice and vintage, and the colors are maybe also more on the muted side, but I wanted to make it a bit more unique, if possible. So it's not really exactly as my work. It's very different from my tattoo work, actually.
0: Uh, tell us but, more about that. So what kind of difference and why actually you see that there were these differences? It was because of the project itself? It was because of the element that you had to use for making the design? Or it was just because the canvas was different?
1: Well, I think I started with the idea of making it look more tattooy, mm-hmm. But throughout the process, I had to make some decisions to actually make it work. Uh, painting of a surface like that um, it's quite different from what I usually do and I had to do proper research and consult some colleagues with more experience in the field to actually know how best to approach it so it took a lot of work even before applying the paint and then the shape of the helmet was also quite challenging but Throughout the process I decided to simplify the design further, so that played a big role, I think. I used more colors and less black to make the whole composition just look lighter and more playful, maybe. so, I think that changed the, the beginning of the idea quite a lot. So the difficulties in this case made it look even better, I would say.
0: Yeah, I mean, I as I was telling you before, I mean, this is really an amazing work that you did. I really, I really like it, and uh, I remember that we were we were having this conversation. You were telling me that probably you, know, you needed to do some extra work. So, for example, just. Um, Sandpapering, but anyways with the sandpaper on the helmet in order to make it a bit more feasible for, for the colors, and also changing the idea on what kind of typologies of color. Not, I mean, not what colors themselves, but what kind of yeah typologies of color you had to use uh, there, and actually then uh, also applying different things on top of it. So in order to make it happen, my question here is actually, um, how challenging was it? I mean, what was the percentage and the ratio between uh, challenges to paint the helmet and on the other side, uh, positive ways or so inspiration to, to, paint, uh, to paint on the helmet? So because you were saying you at the beginning wanted to do something a bit more tattooing, but then according to the shape of the helmet, according to the surface of the helmet, you have to move uh, a bit on sideways and actually develop the project in a bit of a different way. How much was the ratio on that and how did you find inspirational to, to do something different?
1: Well, it was quite challenging, to tell you the truth. Um, Yeah, it was just a different medium than I usually use. So because of that, I had to refocus my efforts, kind of learn patience because the paint had to dry. I couldn't touch it too quickly, which was very tempting, you know, because for me, usually when I'm painting, I kind of go with the flow and I do everything at once. Otherwise, if I leave it for too long... It's very difficult for me to get back to it. Mm -hmm. So that was another challenge, kind of giving it time to dry properly. And then I had to do layers first of color, then black as the last layer, which is also totally opposite than usually, because as you know yourself, when you do tattoos, you have to start with black and then you finish with the lightest colors. And here it was the other way. So I had to start with bright colors, then... The dark colors as black and shading and lines came last. So I was also sending you pictures. You remember how I just touched it too quickly and then smashed everything. Yeah. And I kind of had to start again with the lines. So it taught me quite a good lesson. Um, but it was very enjoyable. I have to say, like, this is the kind of things that challenge me. And... Um, because when I am in my comfort zone, so to say, and I do what I taught myself to do every day, it's, it's quite easy at this point, you know, after so many years of, of painting and tattooing. But this kind of thing was totally new, very inspiring. And, and yeah, I'm actually looking forward to do similar projects. It's going to be a lot of fun. And this time it's going to be even easier, I guess.
0: So basically you are looking forward to painting some more helmets or whatever it is, different kind of shapes and things.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, the shape very often gives you an idea just by being a shape. You know, when I see, talking about tattoos again, when I see a gap in somebody's sleeve, I kind of straight away can put a design there just by looking at it because I see the shape and I have all these references in my head that just come up and I know what I want to do. So it was kind of the same with the helmet. I saw the shape, I saw the gaps in between, and then the idea came to kind of connect it together in that particular way, just kind of following the shape really. So it played such a big role in the end in how it looks right now and i'm definitely looking forward to paint more stuff like that not necessarily helmets only but even different surfaces. Like this now um uh, i know that i can do it and i'm gonna be more open
0: that's super nice i mean i'm super happy listening that not only you were involved in the project because you like the goal and everything, but also going into the process and actually for example, not only knowing about a bit more about the stories of women in cycling and all the heritage that it carries around, that can be anyways pretty close um, to what actually women of bike higis that are learning how to ride a bike it's pretty similar to that because I mean they probably struggled in their lives and in their countries to ride bikes because as I was saying, religion or cultural things and understanding how actually they had to struggle in order to get Get to know how to ride a bike from a physical point of view jumping on a bike and ride it or as well cultural point of view they were always denied what can do it and move it in this way so probably for sure this was an inspiration but also just the making the thing uh, made actually yourself thinking about your art and your craft work in a different way and now probably the both things got too inspired on doing some diff- I mean, some more projects like this, but also on the other side, probably thinking about cycling in a different way. Does it work like this? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely you know, getting to know more about the history of it, I was also imagining myself that I could jump on that bike and you know, I don't think I would ever be as professional as you are but uh, now I'm back in Berlin myself and I would really like to get myself a new bike this thing and just hop on and enjoy the sun. I think for everybody, it's going to be such a nice, just such a nice thing to do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And super, and super, super glad of it. Um, back on the helmet then. Um, I would go for this one. So we all know that actually this helmet is going to go into a raffle. So somebody is going to, shall we say it in this way? win it because that's what it is yes win it and they're gonna actually receive ah by the way uh, little brackets here remember people if you want to take part to it it's super easy you're gonna find down in the description below the link to the instagram account and there you just need to donate some money to the link that is down in the description below, to Bike geese, give me a proof of it, and then out of it you're going to be automatically put into the raffle and you can win. So we can support Bike geese as much as possible and any person, any lucky person out of you out there can actually win the helmet. So let's say that somebody won the helmet. Actually, let's say somebody won the helmet at that point. What would you recommend? Use the helmet and ride bikes with it or just keeping... Keep it at home and show it to people, or just put it—I uh, don't know—something like in a nice cover and protected environment. And maybe you can show it to people, but not too much.
1: Oh no, no, no! Absolutely, it should be used. You know, I think that this kind of objects are meant to be used and are meant to be enjoyed. And this is something that I mentioned before. For me, we really like to create, youth things, and. Just seeing it on the street, it would make my day for sure. And I hope the person that wins it can find a way to really enjoy it every day, whatever it is for them. You know, I think we cannot decide for the person because if you win, you can use it as you want, but I'm pretty sure it's going to look better on you than on the wall. So, please use it. And the surface of the helmet uh, is covered with a varnish that is waterproof and will protect the paint from the sun. Um, it's not the original coating used by laser, so there is a chance that it's going to be less effective. And with time, some signs of usage will show. But you know, nothing lasts forever, and it just there to be enjoyed to make you happy that you wear it make you feel more confident maybe and yeah just have fun with it i'd say
0: and I would say, actually, if I can add two cents on that, that it's going to be way better. I mean, you know that I live for stories, so the mo- that's the most important thing for me. But it's going to be way better for you to use it and bring it around and tell to everybody that is going to see it because it's not going to be a normal helmet in general. I saw so many custom helmets, but that's super unique and special. It's actually one piece as well. So you're not going to see anything else like this reproduced around. Maybe different one, but it's going to be a different one and probably done in the future. But... When people are gonna see it and they're gonna see something so unique they have a lot of stories that they can tell there they can tell the story of women struggling with uh, having the possibility of riding bikes with they can say they can see the story of kitty Knox actually um and wow actually she advocated for being a woman on a cycling club and we can talk about the story of 18 end of 1800s in US and that's another story and you can say actually the story of geese and how they're helping people and the story on how Alice make this project happen thanks actually to her, yeah, to your actually craftship and all your work and your art of course. So it's way better actually to show it around so as many people as possible can see it than just in my two cents and in my opinion leave it on the drawer and just showing to people that they're saying ah, look at that.
1: Yeah and you know it's for sure, an unique object in a way, just because it's connected to the whole concept, as you say, it has a lot of different stories behind it. It can actually help someone, and it's one in a in a million. Or yeah, it's just just one like this. And it's painted. Of course, it also has the signs of signs of the process on it because. As, as you mentioned before, I had to sandpaper it and whatnot. So the whole thing is not like the new helmet that you just buy out of some online shop and, and then know that uh, probably every other biker can also have it. But this one is going to be just for you. It's going to be special and it's going to have a lot of meaning behind it.
0: true, and we have also not to forget the fact that actually there's going to be also the story of Laser being happy of supporting this cause and providing you with an helmet that is 150%, completely super safe, and so it's not going to just tell a story, and that's super important anyways, but hopefully, hopefully not, in case of anything happens, it's super safe and super secure, so... You're going to really get something that is not only service, uh, I mean, service, a process or giving you a service, but is going to also tell an amazing story. And there are so many people that actually were involved in order to make this super amazing project happen. And, uh, and that's super great. <laughs> well, Alice, I would say thanks a lot for our chat. I don't know. Do you want to add anything else or I don't know? The space is yours. My podcast is yours. The broom wagon is yours. It's not my podcast. It's everybody's podcast.
1: <laughs> well, what I wanted to add, um, I guess I also wanted to thank you for involving me in this process. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. And yeah, just being a part of this initiative means a lot to me. And yeah, I'm happy I could contribute some of my work for a better world for somebody out there.
0: And the cool thing is also that now you just uh, moved back to Berlin lately. So Mm. recently, more than lately, Uh, recently. So you can also be, I mean, when you want, or whatever you want, you can also go there, give some high fives at uh, at the people at Bike Iggy's. They are there, they are doing an amazing job. And I think that as soon as they're they are going to know that you are going to also, you were also being, you you were also involved in that. And basically, yeah, uh, it's not so far away, one to each other. They're going to be also super happy. And uh, that's super great.
1: Yeah, well, the perfect time, right? Uh, I would love to get in touch with them now that I'm here and join the community. Honestly, I'm sure it's just so many amazing women out there and not only women. So, really looking forward. And I think the spring coming, everyone will be just so much happier and excited to do stuff together. So, yeah, I'll definitely go and see them, and who knows, maybe make some friends even.
0: Making some friends, that's always actually the best inspiration that everybody can can have, in my humble opinion. Making actually knowing new people and getting in touch, it's always a good way to learn something good and have fun. So, I mean, it's super perfect. Alice thanks a lot for your time thanks a lot for your amazing work and thanks a lot as usual for the big inspiration that at least you are giving to me and I believe that actually after people listen to your voice today and all your topics and all your nice stories I think they're going to get inspired as well so thanks a lot
1: thank you as well I hope that this is going to be enjoyable I know I'm not a great talker but I I am very glad we did this and it was a super pleasant chat so thank you again
0: thank you ciao ciao Alice Hi. and thanks a lot Alice it was an amazing chat with you i can't wait to come visiting you again and i can't wait to show to all over the world how cool is the element that you designed just for this amazing project how to be part of the raffle of the giveaway that we have been talking about quite easy go down in the description you will find the link or go on instagram calamaro.cc. cc and broom wagon and find there how the helmet looks like one and also follow the link and donate to bikey g's and then send me again on instagram calamaro cc or the broom wagon podcast send me a proof of your donation at the end of the three weeks you are gonna be extracted hopefully but we're gonna make the lottery happening and directly and live you're gonna see who is gonna be the winner? How cool is that? Again, remember that if you want, you can still support by KGS in whatever way, but better if you follow the link below and actually take part also to the raffle. Ah, uh, by the way, you can donate how so many times as you want. So the more you donate, the more you are the many the many more possibilities you are gonna have to win. So. That's also another good thing. Um, Yes, keep on donating and supporting this amazing charity which is teaching women refugees how to ride a bike. And thanks a lot to Laser to make this happen. And thanks a lot to GravGrav as well to be the window on my thoughts. Also, GravGrav gave me the possibility of putting together this awesome project. Next week, another episode. Next time, we're gonna talk with the laser people on how all the technology of Kinetic Core came together, and on the other side, how much they are involved into this project and how much they loved as well the concept of bikey Gs. See you, better. Talk to you next week.